Welcome to Life Activated. I'm Mari Roberts, corporate gal gone rad energy healer and psychic guide. The intention of this podcast is to be a supportive space that empowers you to live your passions now, encouraging you to be uniquely you and to trust your intuition. On this podcast, you're going to hear from guests who are just like you. The difference is they figured out how to bring their passions into their life. To find out more, please visit me at marirobertslife.com. Hello and welcome to Life Activated. I am so excited for us to start to get to know each other. In this first episode, I thought I would share a little bit more about me, just so you can start to feel more comfortable (laughs) with who you're listening to throughout the various seasons. I'm going to start with the most important information first, (laughs) which is the astrology Human design, gene key info. Some might call it the woo stuff, the mystical, spiritual stuff, but I call it the fun and important information that everyone needs to know about everyone. So, first things first, I am a Taurus sun, Leo rising, and a Capricorn moon. The minute I found out about being a Capricorn moon, one, I felt understood. And more importantly, I understood so much more about why I need things to be a certain way. (laughs) So for all my Capricorns, moon, sun, rising, I see you, I get you, I thoroughly understand you now. And It's always a work in progress to not feel like you have to have the process for everything and need to know everything. It's a complete difference (laughs) from being a a Taurus sun and a Leo rising. And I am a 6-2, onto the human design, I should say. I'm a 6-2 emotional generator. I love human design because that's another system that I think really helps us to understand more about who we are. It's actually something that I love to gift my one-on-one clients because um, it really helps them better orient to who they are. But being a 6-2 emotional generator, something I learned about myself is that I need time to ride the emotional wave. I need time to make decisions, not just because you are a sacral human being, because you hear me saying, "Uh uh-huh, all the time, or nodding in agreement, or really in agreement when I agree with something or disagree with something. When there is a big decision, I need time to process and actually be completely neutral before I make a decision. So I don't like to be rushed for big decisions. Ideally, I like to have time to process, even if my initial instinct might be like, oh yeah, uh uh-huh. 
I still want to go through that wave and really make sure that I'm making that decision from a neutral place. Another thing that I'm not talking about right now, but I definitely want to talk a little bit more about, and one of my guests who's going to be coming on later in the seasons is magical. And she also does jinkies. So we'll talk a little bit about it more then. But jinkies is another thing I want to talk about because I know my jinkies. I'm still learning it. It's still another system that we'll have to get into. And I am now moving on to Enneagram. I'm an Enneagram 9. And the cool thing about Enneagram, and I think also how it relates to my human design is it is very well connected. And if you get your Enneagram and you look at your human design, I would be super curious to know from you if you feel the same. Because let me know, actually, do you feel the same? Because I do feel like there's a lot of correlation. So that is all of the, again, aka woo stuff out of the way. (laughs) So the other thing I wanted to talk about and share with you was my psychic gifts, how they came to be. And I wanted to just share more truly about why I do what I do and how this work is so important to me and how it became so important to me. So I'm actually going to start with the psychic gifts. I'm from a, a small town in Northern California called Redding, California. If you are not from California and you say that the Bay Area is Northern California, I'm going to tell you now you're not correct. San Francisco is not Northern California. It is the Bay Area. Oakland is not Northern California. It is the Bay Area. Probably Sacramento up will equate to Northern California. But anyway, I'm up the I-5 in a small town called Redding, California. I was actually born, though, in San Francisco. We lived there for a really long time before I moved to Redding. And when we lived in San Francisco, As a little girl, I used to see what I now call them visions. I used to see visions (laughs) in between my bedroom door and my parents' bedroom door. And yes, I'm laughing about now because it's really wild. And the wild thing is I literally never said anything to my parents about it because I knew that they were protecting me and I knew that they were protecting my parents. And now, even in this moment, as I think about it, they probably were really just protecting me and were moving with me wherever I was going. And I call them the Star Trek people because when I was younger, my older brother and grandmother used to watch Star Trek and I friggin' hated it. I would be in the living room at my grandmother's house playing with my Barbies while they watched Star Trek. And I just couldn't wait for that show to be over. But then at night, the Star Trek people protected me. I know, it's wild. Well, fast forward to one evening, one Sunday evening, we were watching an ABC Disney Sunday movie. Again, 
I'm not young. I'm 51. (laughs) So (laughs) for those of you who listen, who are of a certain age, you will know that ABC and Disney used to have a Sunday movie. And ABC Sunday movie was Dracula. So I did not want to watch it. My dad said, it's Disney. It's not going to be scary. Just watch it. So of course I did. Fine. I go to bed that night. I wake up in the middle of the night. I look over onto my other bed because I had twin beds. And lo and behold, there was a vision on my bed. It looks like Dracula to me. I screamed, called for my parents. And from that night on, I slept with a nightlight on. And I never saw a vision again. And then we moved to Reading. When we moved to Reading, I started having vivid dreams. And I did not know this, but vivid dreams are a sign of being highly intuitive. And when I say vivid dreams, I mean like scenes, movie scene dreams. If you have vivid dreams, I'm just going to probably tell you now that you probably are highly intuitive. But back to <laughs> back to the dreams. I started having dreams, reoccurring dreams, not you know, every night, but definitely reoccurring dreams. Probably and now I'm thinking about this, I had varied versions of one particular dream that felt more nightmarish. I had two other reoccurring dreams that started happening in high school, and I never told my parents about these dreams, but these dreams would wake me up in the middle of the night, and I would be terrified, and one of the dreams was definitely felt, again, a little more nightmarish, but the other dreams were not nightmarish at all, actually, and I'll tell you about those dreams in a minute. But it was like a terrifying feeling, I should say. I would literally get up out of bed, turn on the lights in my bedroom, and I would stay up with the lights on until I passed out, never telling my parents that I had these dreams. So my entire childhood and adolescent teen years, I was having either (laughs) visions in the middle of the night that I would see that were protecting my door. Or I was literally having dreams that would wake me up and I never told my parents. I don't know. Don't ask me. I have no clue. So sharing really quick, the one dream that I used to have was me actually floating in the air, trying to get down to the ground with my friends. And the color of the sky was always very sort of sepia kind of ish colored, whether it was either at the lake or we were in actual high school. And I would always try to get down to the ground, but I was, I could never get down to the ground. I just knew that I was different and I didn't feel that I belonged. I later discovered in a healing session, actually just this year, that it was related to me feeling like I didn't belong, like I was an outcast. And it goes so far back to truly just like past life, not belonging and knowing that I'm different. So 
imagine having those dreams as a psychic, not really in your, realizing you're psychic. I can tell you honestly that I had probably psychic moments that I didn't realize were psychic moments, but they were never anything major in my opinion in terms of just, I just would know things, right? I knew that one of my uh, high school friends, actually high school friend and a grade school friend were going to get married. The minute I saw them together, I was, I knew for sure they were getting married. It was just a knowing and things like that would happen, but I never thought it was anything other than obvious. But now looking back, I realize that that may not have been the case. So I'm not going to bore you with all the other stuff, but fast forward to my father passing away. When my father passed away, I had this knowing that he, and I'm going to actually take us a step back. I've had other people in my life pass away where they've come to visit me. So this isn't a new situation. This is a, just a particular catalyst situation. So my father passed away. I was actually driving home for his funeral and I was listening to music really loud. I was actually listening to Coldplay really loud in the car, driving to Reading. And all of a sudden, I literally just heard my dad in his voice tell me, and he used to call me princess, and he said, princess, I'm fine now. And I literally just started crying. But I knew that his soul was fine, like his soul had passed over and everything was fine, no matter what the situation was. So I was no longer worried about anything. After his funeral, I connected with one of my younger brother's really good friends, and she had been his friend for years. I don't even remember knowing her or meeting her. And we were chatting. She said something about my skin, of all funny things. And I just thought it was interesting that she said something about my skin. And I just fixated on that to the point where I just needed to know more about who she was, literally. And I found her on Facebook. And when I found her on Facebook, I did the digging and the research. And this is what happens. This is, was like these pings that I was following. Like, you need to know more about this person and you need to understand why <laughs> you need to know more about her. Sure enough, come to find out she was intuitive. And she had an intuitive business. And I said, I didn't know you were intuitive. I want to book a reading with you. So after my dad passed away, I had a couple of readings with her. And one of the first things she said was like, Mari, listen, you're very empathic. And I said, yeah, everyone's empathic. She says, no, Mari, you're very empathic. I said, yes, I know everyone's empathic. Well, fast forward life is happening. I get this amazing opportunity to move to the Pacific Northwest with a job. It's going to move us there. And it's just one of those jobs you just can't turn down. Well, she tells me when this happens, things are going to happen for you really fast. Well, naturally, I think it's going to be about my job because everything is happening for this job. That is not what she meant. What she meant was, honey, <laughs> you're 
psychic gifts are going to turn on. That's what she meant. But I just wasn't listening to her. Because again, remember, everyone's intuitive. She told me I was empathic. Everyone's empathic. I just wasn't hearing her. I'm popping in to the middle of this episode to tell you about an exciting giveaway that I'm doing. I am giving away a 60-minute psychic reading. I call them psychic life consulting sessions because it's really just that. These sessions are exclusive to my one-on-one clients. They are highly sought after (laughs) and loved by my clients. They have been known and proven to lead clients to finding their partners in life, as well as providing clear direction and guidance. I am also giving away 60-minute energy healing sessions. These are sessions that I absolutely love. They provide deep, profound healing on an energetic level, on a physical level, Whatever you are going through, these healings will release blocks and provide you with clarity. You will receive answers and insights that you have been looking for with this energy healing as well. So how do you enter? Super duper simple. Whatever app you are listening to this podcast on, all you have to do is go onto it and leave a rating and a review for this podcast. Five stars are always great. (laughs) And then I just need you to take a screenshot of your review, post it on your Instagram stories and tag me at Mari Roberts Life. And everyone who tags me in their review will be entered to win. The drawing for the winner will be picked on November 11th, 2022. So what are you waiting for? Go leave your review, rate it, and send me a screenshot after you post it on Instagram and you will be entered to win one of these awesome prizes. So we moved to the Pacific Northwest and life is just happening. My dream job becomes a soul sucking job. It's literally sucking the life out of me. I'm not, you know, paying attention to the red flags that are happening. And I am becoming very miserable. I'm starting to disconnect from my body. I'm starting to disconnect from my intuition. And it's becoming unbearable. Like I literally start to feel like I have a weight on my shoulder. Unfortunately, my husband was laid off at that time. And it was just, it was like hell to be honest. And it's something that I don't ever like wish for anyone to feel like you have the weight of the world on your shoulders and to feel as if you are so disconnected. And this is what happened to me. I was like so disconnected that it was hard for me to even connect with my friends and to have conversations with my family because I wasn't emotionally available for myself, let alone for them. Ugh, it's like hard to admit, but it's true. And At that time in my soul sucking job, with all of that happening, I also knew that I didn't want anyone else to have like the same kind of shit, hey, 
situation that I was having at my job. So I started getting really interested in coaching. I don't even remember how it started, where the interest came from. I truly believe, again, it was one of those like pings, those intuitions, something just dropped in my lap and I started researching coaching. I signed up for a coach certification through IPEC and organization called IPEC. It's a really awesome certification program. They've been around for, gosh, I think 40 years now. I might be making that up. Don't quote me on that. I have to look it up. I think it is 40 years. Anyway, IPEC's been around forever. And uh, so I started doing that. My mom comes to visit for my birthday. We go to Woodby Island, which is beautiful. If you've never been to the Pacific Northwest, I just would invite you to go to Woodby Island. It's magical. We go to Woodby Island. We're having a beautiful birthday weekend girls trip. We go into this flower shop that is gorgeous. And it's like a real flower shop. And when I say a real flower shop, the only real flower shops I have ever seen were when I lived in Chicago. They weren't like those 1-800 flower shop shops. And you know what I'm talking about. This was like they had unique flowers and the owner, the florist, she had an eye and could put beautiful things together. She's magical. And we go there. I just love it. I start following her on Instagram and it's that same thing. Okay. Remember when I told you about my brother's friend and that intuitive hit, same thing happened. She posted one day about someone's wedding and literally it was just a bouquet saying she was sorry she was missing that person's wedding. I was like, whose wedding is she missing? I need to know who this person is. Simultaneously, I had been really interested in shadow work. For whatever reason, I was listening to the Goop podcast, heard about shadow work. There's blogs all about it up in my feed. And it was like, interesting. Of course, who is the person that I rabbit hole down to find? A woman who does shadow work. So I reach out to her. I send her this long, wild ass <laughs> message. Something you should know about me. I can do things like that. Like if I really want to make sure you know as much detail as possible, or if, <laughs> if I meet you on Instagram and I find something interesting about you that I've really connected, you might get a long message from me saying whatever I'm going to say because I just want you to understand. Send her this long message. She responds. I'm literally in the Target parking lot and she's like, hey, thanks for reaching out. Your message is really long. I'm going to call you. We'll, we'll talk. So again, it's in the Target parking lot. We chat and she says, you know, hey, I only work with intuitive people. And I don't know what she said, but I started crying. It was wild. And she said, you know, that's your soul recognizing the truth. And I don't know if you've ever had this happen, and I, I hope that you have, where you are speaking to someone or someone is speaking about something and it is truth. And you know it is so true. And when I say it's truth, like your soul hears it and you you just cry and you don't even know why you can't control it. It was that kind of truth. So 
that is basically the moment that I really started to uncover my psychic gifts, working with her, first doing some shadow work. She says again, and I shouldn't say it this way. I, I guess I should say that is the moment that I first start to acknowledge more that it's I have psychic gifts or intuitive gifts because, as you know, I've been told already, but I just chose to not hear it, right? Which was about two years prior. So I now do the shadow work with her. She invites me to a meetup because she says, you know, you're intuitive. And I said, yeah, everyone's intuitive. She's like, no, you're very intuitive. Okay. Everyone's intuitive. Okay. No, everyone's intuitive. Well, I have a meetup called Intuitive Jam. It's unfortunate. It's no longer in existence. It was amazing. You should come. So I finally decide I'm going to go to this thing called the Intuitive Jam. I'll check it out. At least there'll be some nice people to meet. I could start to meet some community. You know, it's a good thing to do. I was so embarrassed to tell my husband, I didn't know what he was going to think, that I was not even saying I was going to the Intuitive Jam. I was saying, I'm going to go to this meetup called the Jam. (laughs) I'm laughing at myself. Going to the Jam. And the very first time I went into that was the first time that I met one of my dearest friends, one of my best friends. And you go in and it's a group of people, whether you're psychic, intuitive, or you're just wanting to work on your intuition. And people go around in a circle and ask questions and everyone is open to say what they see, hear, feel, and answer the question however they choose. And that is truly what happens. I did it. I went the first time. I think it was like the last question of the night. And the lady next to me, she says, we know you have a question. (laughs) I was like, well, okay, I guess I do. I said, well, apparently I'm intuitive. And the woman who is one of my best friends now, one of my dear friends, she says, yeah, think. <laughs> so fast forward, I go to a few of these, but I never speak up. I'm just observing. I ask some questions, but I never say anything because I'm just too shy. I don't trust myself. You know, this is part of being an intuitive person. And I do want to reiterate, we are all intuitive human beings, but part of this is trusting ourselves and trusting the nudges that you have. And this is something that I really like to work with my clients on is helping them to remember to trust their own intuition, helping you to trust your own intuition. If nothing else from listening to this podcast and hearing from other wonderful women, you will start to trust and practice and try to listen to your own intuition. Anyway, I finally one day get the courage to speak up. And this beautiful woman asks her question. And I just had this image. And it was this image of a canopy of trees. It made no sense. But I finally just spoke up and I shared, I see a canopy of trees. I don't know what it means, but I just see this canopy of trees. And that was it. And I left the intuitive jam 
And I didn't go back for a month because I had a corporate job. I still have a corporate job. (laughs) I had a corporate job and I, at that time, traveled a lot because I used to be in uh, university recruiting. And for university recruiting, you travel friggin' all the time during the recruiting season. And a month later, after the, you know, it's gone for a month to come back, the girl's there and she's like, I was looking for you last month. I'm like, really? You're never going to believe it. What? The very next day after you told me that you saw a canopy of trees, my friends invited me to go camping and we went to Mount Rainier and we went to this area. And as soon as we got to the area and I got to my spot, I looked up and I was under a canopy of trees. And I was like, oh my goodness, that's amazing. Wow. Whoa. And that was that, right? And then it happened again. Someone asked a question and this time it was a question about their wedding. And I let them know that I saw them around their wedding. And after the few times at the Intuitive Jam, I realized that there might be a little bit more to what was being said and that, you know, I had shared enough times and gotten responses back from people that validated what was showing up. I also started having much more intense, vivid dreams than I was already having and was having starting to have even like lucid dreams. So the woman who was a shadow worker, who's intuitive jam, I started going to, I started actually working with her. She was my very first mentor to help me with developing my psychic gifts. And I didn't have some crazy wild awakening. You know, you hear a lot of people say that they had a car accident or major sickness. That was not me. This was been a slow journey of unfolding. And again, I'm a 6-2 generator. This is part of the journey. I was going up on the roof, <laughs> coming down off the roof, and as part of that process was also awakening my gifts so that I can go from into, I should say, being this more of this role model. I, this is how I see it, right? And with that, it wasn't anything major. And I want to say that because so often I think we think our gifts have to show up in some kind of major way. It can just be a slow burn. It can just be an unfolding. It doesn't have to be something fancy dancy. <laughs> Mine really wasn't that fancy. It's just kind of like typical basic things happening. From there, I worked with a mentor. And as I said before, I worked with my mentor She would then challenge me to start practicing on my friends and doing readings on my friends. And then she's challenged me to start charging. You know, all this, by the way, I never mentioned this, but this was happening simultaneously while I was getting my coaching certification. So by the time I was done with my coaching certification and my mentorship, I realized that, you know, I should just be putting this all together and combining it. Like, why would I try to have like the separate life of doing coaching and then separately doing reading. So I blended it all together. As my gifts continue to grow and unfold, that's when the energy work came to be. And over the last really like year, year and a half, 
the pivot has gone from really being a psychic life coach to really leading with this energy healing work and being the energy healing healer and guide because what I know of this work right now is that it's this energy healing work is what is supporting women in connecting to their truth. Because you're going to hear me talk and share all my like taggy line crap that, you know, we have to (laughs) to do. But the truth of what I do here is help women connect to the truth of their heart. I help women connect to their soul. And it is in connecting to our souls is how we are able to live our passions. It's how we are able to live our truth. This is what we are here to do. This is what we do in this lifetime. So enough of that. I left my soul sucking job finally. I could not take any more of it. I left my soul sucking job, went back to my original job that I actually had left for the soul suck job into a new role. So I still actually have my corporate job. And I don't hide who I am at my corporate job. People know I am psychic. People know that I'm an energy healer. I openly share this on LinkedIn. I openly talk about it in work. And I really do show up as who I am at work because I just don't have time anymore to not be who I am. And I don't think that if I am going to do this kind of work to help people live their truth, that I can hide that either. And I don't care anymore if people like me or don't like me. And of course, let's be real, like, I want people to like me because that's a human thing. But like, you can take me or leave me also, right? That's just the way we are. That's just like the world. And then I think I just told you also why I do what I do. (laughs) It's the essence of who I am. And I know that sounds freaking cheesy, but it is truly so important for me to help people, to help women, to live their passions now, and to realize that our passions don't have to be grandiose things. Our passions don't have to be things that make us, you know, 10,000, 20,000 G, you know, whatever, however people want to talk about it. You know, I think social media has us believing certain things that doesn't equate always to happiness. Our souls didn't come here for that. (laughs) Yes, we can still have beautiful lives. Yes, we can still have luxurious lives, but that's not what it's about. It's not what we're here for. You can be a passionate baker and be living your passions just because you love to bake and share your food with your friends and family. You're living your passions. You know, you can be a painter and just paint because you love it and share your art with your family and your friends just because you love to. You can also sell it because you also love to. 
you don't have to quit your job to live your passions. Maybe it does become a job. That's also great. But you don't have to do that. So, okay. I've spoken way too much for this first episode. I promise I'll try to not overdo it next time. (laughs) Until next time. All right, that does it for this episode of the Life Activated Podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Please do subscribe to the show, rank and review the podcast. Five-star reviews go a long way. Let me know that you've done so. Send me a message on LinkedIn or Instagram with a screenshot, and I will personally reach out to you to thank you. Send me a message letting me know what you think about the show and definitely check out the show notes for additional resources to support you with this season. 